This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a special Cards Cast. It's a schedule, partial at least, schedule announcement for the University of Louisville men's basketball as they've released their non-conference portion of the schedule. I am Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, publisher Jody Demling here as well. And there's been much talked about this. And Jody, you've been all over it with Louisville's multi-team event and with the non-conference uh, portion of the University of Louisville's, you know, interesting schedule. I mean, it's been an interesting season as the COVID pandemic continues to impact everything around us. But, you know, from where it started to where it is now officially released, a really impressive uh, out-of-conference slate for the Cardinals. Yeah, and it's not a bubble. Let's just get that straight. It's not a bubble. It's not really technically a bubble. I mean, you can call it a bubble if you want, but we're not going to call it a bubble. We're going to call it the Wade Houston tip-off classic because that's the name it has. It features uh, nine teams. It'll be 18 games in 10 days. And again, the Cardinals, uh, uh, it's, I mean, look at the first, look at the first day. Um, The first day you're going to have uh, you know, Seton Hall and Winthrop and Louisville uh, playing Southern Illinois. A, uh, again, the cards opening on November the 25th. That's when it begins. And what's going to happen, Michael, is Louisville will play. Louisville will play basically every other day. Louisville will play Southern Illinois on November 25th. They'll take Thanksgiving Day off. On November 27th, they'll play Seton Hall. On November 29th, they'll play Prairie View A&M. On December 1st, they will play Western Kentucky. And then a three-day break before they wrap up the event on the final day on December the 4th. And they will play uh, Greensboro. Nine teams, again, 10 days, 18 games. You throw a women's game in there as well. So there will be 19 on that Sunday. So it will be 19 games in 10 days. Uh, In the KFC Yum Center, many of those days will be two games. A lot of those days will be three games. So we could have wall-to-wall basketball there uh, in uh, in the Yum Center. And seven teams last year that that won 20 games last year. Um, Six of the nine uh, finished uh, second in their uh, one, either one or finished second in their conference. So second or better in their conference. So uh, a nice little. it's, It's pretty nice. I like the feel. Yeah, you know, I, I really like that Western Kentucky's in it. You get the little in-state, uh, you know, rivalry thing that's, that's been kind of going on for a while between the Hilltoppers and the Cardinals. So, you know, that's one that'll that'll carry a little bit of juice. And obviously, Seton Hall uh, is a nice name program and going to be a really nice uh, challenge uh, for the for the Cardinals as well. So, Louisville's got it's it's I think it's it's a great collection uh, of challenges that the Cardinals are going to face, you know, from, from different levels, certainly a great way to, to tune your team up, find out what they've got, you know, start to, you know, figure out exactly for Chris Mack to figure out exactly what his rotation may be um, as they prepare for, you know, heading into, you know, first the ACC big 10 challenge, obviously Kentucky is out there as well. And then eventually stepping into the ACC uh, schedule as well. So I love the, I love this non-bubble sort of bubble multi-team event that they're going to have. Obviously all the teams are going to be housed over at the Galt house, which is kind of, you know, unique, um, you know, it allows them to basically walk from the Galt house to the KFC Yum center without ever going outside. Um, I'm curious to, to 
hear some of the details as they emerge. You know, they're, they're talking about putting the practice facility inside, maybe at, down at the Galt House. Obviously, University of Louisville's uh, practice facility will be available, it sounds like, uh, for these teams as well. There's an extra gym at the Capes and Yum Center to, to practice in. So really, it, it's a, it sounds like a great setup for these nine teams. Yeah, no, it, it it really is. And I think that, you know, Louisville's done a nice job of putting this all together. Uh, Josh Hurd, the uh, associate athletic director, Dino Gaudio did most of the scheduling with uh, as far as getting the teams and, and that kind of thing is concerned. So um, there there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that go into this and a lot of changes that will be made between now and November 25th. Um, you know, I, not not that uh, the teams are going to change, but protocol and, and I know they're still waiting on. Uh, the ACC protocol and they're waiting on what, uh, you know, kind of testing and all that kind of stuff. So uh, there's a lot to do. But again, a, uh, a a group of nine teams that's pretty darn good, uh, to be quite honest. Last year, uh, Seton Hall finished 15th in the nation in the AP poll. Um, and they, you know, I mean, uh, unfortunately, there was no NCAA tournament. But I think that that is a team uh, that could have. Uh, they graduated three starters and Miles Powell was one of their was their best player. But uh, that is a team last year that quite honestly, um, I think they could have I mean, they could have made a run. I thought a serious run. Uh, you know, Bryce Aiken and Miles Kale will be their guards. Uh, Jared Roden. Um, and then uh, I, I, the other two guys, I want to say who they are, but, but I, I just can't I can't pronounce their name. But the uh, the six foot 11 kid, Sandro. Mama Kulashavili, Mama Kulashavili, I think is what it is. Uh, I'm actually going to do that game on the radio, I think, and I'm going to have to say Mama Kulashavili all night long. Uh, averaged 11.9 points and about seven uh, rebounds a game. A six foot 11 forward, very versatile. I, I like him. And Ike Obiaji uh, is well is back. Um, he averaged about five blocks every 40 minutes last year. So Seton Hall, a very, very good team that Louisville's going to face. Um, uh, Southern Illinois won 16 game last year. They've got a couple of starters coming back. Uh, the Missouri Valley Conference newcomer of the year, Marcus Damaski, uh, won the Southwest athletic, uh, two years in a row. Uh, they did lose a lot of talent, but they've got several, um, uh, newcomers transfers, including former Florida guard, Eric Hester, who you, a lot of people might remember Louisville recruited at one point, UNC Greensboro, 23 and nine last year. They have maybe the best mid major player in the country. And Isaiah Miller should have probably could have been drafted this year, but decided to come back. He's the conference player of, of, of the year, uh, coming back. So, uh, Louisville will face a lot, uh, Louisville will face a ton of talent, uh, in in that group of teams uh, right there. And then Western Kentucky, obviously, um, you know, Charles Bassey, uh, they've got all kinds of Tavian Hollingsworth. I mean, they've got all kinds of talent. And then the other three, the other teams that are in that, that Louisville is not facing, um, Arkansas, Little Rock, uh, you know, Duquesne and Winthrop, all three have really, really talented players. Um, heck, Duquesne has got all five stars back from a team that won 21 games last year. And uh, and 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 probably going to be the pick to win or one or two of the uh, top teams in the A-10. So a lot of talent in this uh, MTE, Michael. It is, you know, and it it's unfortunate that, you know, it is the, the pandemic era where we can't uh, see, you know, 18,000 plus at the KFC Yum Center. Uh, but still, it's going to be one of the, you know, you'll be able to catch the games on television you know, and some knock on wood, a, a few fans will be able to make themselves 
their way into the arena. But also like the I, I like that they've named it after Wade Houston, you know, for some of his older ones. You know, obviously he was a, a big part of, of Louisville basketball during the Denny Crum era and and so much how, how much he's done for the program uh, throughout the years. So certainly great to see him honored as well. And, you know, but. To be honest, I mean, really, like all of us, I'm most interested to see uh, the, the Cardinals hit the floor and to see what they look like. Certainly, there's some a lot of question marks. We've talked about it a lot. It's a team with a lot of potential, but we want to see what that potential develops into. You've got the you know, concerns over Malik Williams, you know, in his foot situation, and will he be ready to go uh, when, when, when the season begins? So a lot of intriguing storylines as the Cardinals, you know, prepare for this 2021 uh, college basketball season. And I love the way they're tipping it off. With the with the Wade Houston tip-off classic, you know, as you went through some of those teams, a lot of competition there for the Cardinals every time they hit the floor. Yeah, no doubt about it. It'll be fun. It's not look. It's not going to be like a normal year. And like we've we said in the podcast, um, you know, to start off this week, it is going to be totally different. Like I, I don't even know. You know, I mean, look, there's no exhibition games. There's no red white red uh, scrimmages. Um, remember, remember the years when. There were three scrimmages in two exhibition games. You know, last year they had a scrimmage and a secret scrimmage and two exhibition games. And then you had all those preseason games when you could work some guys in and, uh, you know, figure some things out and that kind of stuff. That's not going to happen this year. We just are not going to have those uh, situations. And and, and coaches are going to have to manage and coaches are going to have to uh, uh, do things a little different with their teams. Uh, and, and I don't think that they it's not that they can't. Uh, it's just going to be different for them. And uh, uh, I'll be very interested to see um, how Coach Mack deals with some of the guys who've had limited minutes who need to play. Um, you know, I mean, I think Jalen Withers could be in the starting lineup to start the season, uh, you know, against, uh, you know, against Southern Illinois on night one and against Seton Hall on night two. And, and he's never played in a college basketball game before, you know, and, and, and I know other kids, other people do that and they do that all the time. Um, it, it, it's just even when others do that, they get those exhibition games and they get those scrimmages and all that to get kind of adjusted. Uh, and, and some of these guys don't have that. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a blast. And we will be there uh, the entire time. Hey, just for one, one more uh, one more rundown, just for uh, 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 for the sake of everybody knowing, it's November 25th, Southern Illinois. These are Louisville games. November 27th, Seton Hall. November 29th, Prairie View A&M. December 1st, Western Kentucky. December 1st, UNC Greensboro. And the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And they'll host Kentucky on December 26th. We do expect that there will be um, we do expect that there will be this season coming up um, uh, that there will be two ACC games between the ACC Big Ten Challenge and uh, the end of the the end of the year. So a couple days after the Kentucky game. So this event uh, again, uh, nine te- the nine teams, eighteen gate, eighteen games. It will be uh, ten teams uh, involved. The teams are going to stay at the Gold House. Um, Josh Hurd at the at the board meeting last week said that it's going to cost U of L about 150 thousand on guarantees, minimal travel cost, uh, and that kind of thing. Um, they're saving a ton of money on this because of all the guarantees that they normally uh, would have to pay out to some of these schools. But uh, the MTE, it's finally here, and it's the Wade Houston Tip-Off yep. Classic. And uh, Michael, it's uh, it's going to be fun to start the season. 
It is, you know, and it's it's been one of those things like just like football season was, you know, it's kind of like let's just take, you know, each day, each day, as we've heard, it's a day to day thing, taking baby steps to getting closer to getting closer. And what seemed like wasn't ever going to happen eventually did. Happen, and this is clearly obviously a huge step uh, towards the start of the college basketball basketball season. And it, it is unique and different as it is. And to your point, I mean, we'd already been out to the KFC Yum Center you know, to see Louisville play Bellarmine or another exhibition uh, in years past. So um, we're not even going to see this team for a few more weeks. So uh, looking forward to, to once it finally does get here uh, and getting that ball tipped up in the air and, and enjoying whichever, whatever the season unfolds to be like. But it, whatever it is, it's going to have plenty of excitement, as Cardinal basketball always does. Yep, and it's going to tip off with the Wade Houston tip-off classic at the KFC Yum Center. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Demling, a special edition, a schedule edition, a schedule unveiling edition of the Cards Cast. We will uh, talk to you again soon. Hopefully, we'll have a commitment edition at some point uh, before uh, National Signing Day next week, and we'll be back next Monday with our regular podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.